there's a whole world out there of people that need you to serve them. You are now investing your time and your energy and you are stepping up to be that person and that woman who makes investments like this, who takes her business seriously, who's willing to go all in, who is driven, who is ambitious, who is going to make shit happen no matter what. This is Focused, Fierce, and Financially Free. Here's your host, Jen Scalia. Hello and welcome to Focused, Fierce, and Financially Free. This is your quick bite podcast for online entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and freedom with their business. So you are in the right place if you are looking for the mindset and strategy to get seen, known, and paid online. I'm your host, Jen Scalia, Mindset and Visibility Strategist, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Also make sure that you join us every Tuesday where you'll get a quick 15 to 20 minute training on how to build wealth from the inside out. You'll get a little bit of strategy strategy, a little bit of mindset, and a healthy dose of tough love with 100% authentic, real, raw advice on how to navigate the crazy world of entrepreneurship. Today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different than some of our other episodes. This one is actually ripped from the archives. This is diving into how I was able to create 100K in 90 days in my second profitable year in business. And I'm literally going to be sharing everything, pulling back the curtain on my marketing promotions, my sales, what I did consistently every single day how much money I spent, what my expenses are, what the actual income was, and where all that came from. So this is going to be a good one, a little bit longer than normal, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. So let's get started. I really want to get into the details of exactly what it took me to get here in what seems like a short period of time, but I really want to get into the details. I want to talk about my numbers. I want to talk about, you know, all of the marketing and promotions that I've done. And I also want to give you pretty much a repeatable process that you can take and you can run with and you can do the same thing for yourself as well. So I am going to show you guys exactly what I did over the last 90 days to book $100,000 in new clients. It is a lot as I was actually creating these slides in this presentation. I was just like, wow, (laughs) I actually did so much. And, you know, this really can be something that you take and run with, or it can be something where you take, you know, pieces of what I've done and replicate it in your own business. But it really is all up to you. You define what success looks like for you. So if you want to make 100K in 90 days, totally doable, it's going to take work. $100,000 in a year, you may be able to relax a little bit, take some of these things, implement them and get to that for the year. Maybe some people only want to make about $5,000 a month. You can also do that using these steps as well. So it really is all about you, what you want, how much you want to make, how hard you want to work, how many hours you want to make, how much you're willing to put into it. All of those things are factors. This is why I kind of wanted to do this case study is because, you know, I've been active in a lot of the Facebook groups and online. And for some people, it seems like this just happened, you know, and it happened really fast and it happened overnight. But that is not the truth of the matter. I just want you guys to know that because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that goes around on the internet and we just see these quote unquote overnight success stories and sometimes we get discouraged by it. I mean, I know I did wow, all these people are having this success and I'm just sitting here struggling. So I want to give you guys, you know, really intimate behind the scenes look at what it took for me to break that and really hit these numbers in such a short period of time. 
I actually started out as a life and relationship coach, and I found that that wasn't really what I desired. I didn't really enjoy it. It wasn't my sweet spot. It just wasn't doing it for me. When I actually switched gears and started to focus on the things that I was really good at and started doing more of that, that complete alignment is the shift that I needed to start really making money in my business. And I want you guys to do the same. So just make sure these tactics and these things that I'm going to go over today has to be in line with what you're doing as far as you knowing your niche, your ideal client, how you serve them, why you serve them. So once you have that, then you can move on to these steps. I wouldn't want you to take these steps without having complete clarity on those things first. So I just want to talk a little bit about my why, because I feel that the why is so important. I really feel like if you have a strong enough why, it keeps you going. It really, during those bad days and the hard times and those months where you feel like you're not going to be able to pay your rent, your why is what's going to keep you going. Your why is what's going to keep you from not going back to corporate job, not going and quitting. My why is my son, Dante. He is four, almost four and a half now. And, you know, he's my everything right now. It's just me and him. And so I have to make this work. I have to make it work for him so that I can provide a life for him so that I can send him to school so I can pay for vacations for us together. I don't have a partner right now that is helping me pay bills or that's doing any of that stuff for me. So he is my why. And this is why I do everything. So every time, you know, that little doubt comes into mind, I always think about what I even started this for. And it is definitely for him. So that's another thing I would love you guys to get really clear on too, is like, why are you really doing this? And I've talked about this before. And, you know, I always get this answer from people that they're doing it because they want to help people. I'm going to call BS on that. Because obviously we want to help people, you know, we're coaches, we want to help people, we want to make a difference. That's a given, but we can do that in so many other ways without going through the trials and tribulations and the struggles and everything that it takes to really be an entrepreneur. So I really want you guys to start to think about your why, like, why are you really doing this? Is it to afford a specific lifestyle? Is it to provide for your family? Is it to be a leader in your industry? What is that real why? What is that thing that's going to keep you going when the going gets tough, basically? So I'm going to give a little recap on what happened, I guess, before January to kind of get me to this point where I actually was ready to soar. From January to September of last year of 2014, I really, really struggled in my business. I was still kind of struggling to find out like what my niche was. I knew I wanted to change lives. I knew I wanted to impact people and inspire people. And I kind of struggled back and forth between life coaching, relationship coaching. I actually started this whole journey in social media, (laughs) which we can actually talk about at a different time. I don't want to take a bunch of your time talking about my backstory, but I really struggled. I did not put myself out there. I am a born introvert. A lot of people don't believe me when I say that, but I am. So it was really hard for me to kind of go out there, go on social media, go on Facebook and Instagram and start telling people what I did. I mean, in the first real year of my business, I never asked a single person for business. Therefore, I never got a client. My first client I got in February of 2014. And I feel like I I waffled a lot. You know, I took a ton of different courses, different programs, tried to do it on my own, and I failed a lot. In the meantime, I was able to build a list and a social media following, but I was still hiding when it came to what I had to offer, what results I could give to my clients. 
it helped me kind of build that part. But myself, I, I wasn't confident in what I had to offer. <laughs> I hid and got so bad for me. Unfortunately, I had to hit rock bottom in order to say, you know what, enough is enough. Why did I start this? And that's where I go back to my why. I knew I had to change things. I knew I had to make a difference in my life if I wanted to make a difference in his. So in September of 2014, I hired a business coach for myself, a real one, not a course, not a program, not a group thing, actually somebody to work with me one-on-one. That business coach cost me, I think it was about almost $8,000, $7,500 by the time I was done you know, paying my payment plan and everything like that. I also spent about $2,500 on branding for my website. During that time working with my coach, I really was able to master my mindset, my money mindset. I was able to figure out how to manifest things. So in September, October, November, and December, I actually did start to gain a little bit of traction in my business. It wasn't where I'm at now, but I did start making a little bit of money, I think, you know, around the five or $6,000 a month mark. So that was way better than what I had previously done. In December, actually, I had my best month ever at the time, which was $12,000. I'll have to be honest with you. I did not make that money doing anything that I'm doing now as far as programs or services. And I'll get into that a little bit later as to how I made that $12,000. But that $12,000 actually allowed me to pay for my coach, to pay for all the necessary upgrades that I needed in my business to really, you know, come out on top and look professional and really do the things that I wanted to do. It allowed me to pay my bills. I lost that $12,000 just as quickly as I gained it. In January, I actually had less than $100 in my bank account because I was spending the money on different things. I was spending it on my coach. I was still buying other programs and courses and I was spending it on copy. And, you know, I just wasn't really smart with the money. So at that point, I did start to worry again. And I was worried that I would not get clients. I remember posting in in my uh, coach's group that I was worried that I wasn't going to get clients and that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to pay my bills, but I kept going. In that time, I actually changed direction. So for those of you who think that it's not possible to happen so quickly, I went from being a relationship coach, you know, last year to being a confidence coach and that kind of transitioning into business coaching. So in January 2015, I was new at what I was doing. I wasn't new to the online game. So I had been in it. You know, I had had my website up. I was familiar with the strategies and the marketing and things like that. But essentially, I changed direction. So essentially, I was starting from zero because all of these people that I had built my list on, they got on my list because I was teaching them about relationships. So I pretty much had to start over in January. Now, I actually wanted to give you a real screenshot of my bank account in January. Of course, I have on here the ugly truth. And I kind of already touched on that, that I obviously had no idea how to manage my money. You'll see that I start to gain momentum here. But on January 12th, I had $48.42 in my bank account. I started selling programs and that's where you'll see is the numbers actually started to go up and they've been going up and up and up. So there were several things that I did consistently and I talk about this all the time. So anybody that's been on any of my other calls, webinars or trainings, consistency is key. Keep going. Find that one thing and keep going with it. Don't quit. Most people just quit too early. That's why that they don't succeed. So I want to talk about eight different things that I did consistently. I don't want to say 
daily because I didn't do them all daily, but pretty much on a daily or weekly basis, one of these eight things was done consistently. So the first thing is marketing. Marketing was me telling people what I did. And I did this all the time. I told them in my newsletters. I told them in my social media, in Facebook groups that I was in. I told everyone what I did all the time. I was consistently giving value, sharing my stories, which included my successes and my failures. So that was me marketing myself. If you are building this business online, but this can also apply to you know any other business, but if you are looking to build an online business, that shameless self-promotion is key. You kind of have to get over it. You have to get over yourself. You have to get over your ego and realize that if you want people to know about you, you have to tell them about yourself. They're not just going to stumble upon you. You have to put yourself out there. So if anybody has resistance around that, kind of like how I did in my first year, it really is something that you're eventually going to have to decide. Is my business, is my why worth more than my ego? Is it worth more than me being embarrassed, you know, if I put something out there or that people won't like me? Marketing is key. You have to just consistently tell people what you do, how you do it, and who you do it for. The second thing I did consistently was promotions. Now, promotions are different than marketing. Promotions are more along the lines of actually promoting something. So actually trying to get people on my list, doing calls. I posted in Facebook groups, I'm going to say a good five to seven times a week, at least once a day. Sometimes I posted three or four times a day. I had no shame I really didn't have a choice at that point. You know, I saw the goal, I saw the end in mind, and I went for it. The third thing I did was my newsletter consistently. And this is something I see a lot of my clients, new coaches, and other people who aren't doing this consistently. Now, if you think about the people who are really killing it online and you sign up for their newsletter, you know when you're getting their newsletter. You're getting it every week, you're getting it on the same day, usually at the same time every week, there's that consistency there. So if you did not have a newsletter or if you have a list, even if your list is 10 people or 15 people, you still need to get into this habit of sending them out a newsletter every week. Or, you know, in the beginning, maybe you want to do it every other week, but whatever it is that you choose, you want to really stay consistent with that and make sure that those newsletters are valuable. Make sure that they're getting what they need in that newsletter. Don't ever feel like you're going to overgive or anything like that. You can never overgive. So sending out that newsletter every week was key for me to really build relationships with those people on my list. I really nurtured those people that were on my list. Number four was to connect. And this was really about creating relationships. And this is like the crux of my business was creating relationships with people. And that was usually through social media. And these are not just potential clients. These are people that were peers, other coaches, people that could possibly be collaborators and things like that. But I was always connecting. So whether that be, you know, through a private message or through actual just a Facebook post or something like that, I was consistently connecting with people. And that's how people started to get to know me. The next thing I did consistently was to create. And I feel like this is hard for some people, but if this is easy for you and you're just like a content machine, like you're going to kill it because you need to consistently create. And what I mean by creating is like blog posts, 
guest blog posts, promotions, new programs, webinars, challenges, engaging Facebook posts. Like I was constantly creating stuff to go out. And like I said, this goes back to no shame. I was putting it out there. I was coming up with stuff and I was putting it out there. I was coming up with the stuff and I was putting it out there on a consistent basis pretty much every day. The next thing I did was actually offer free calls. So the free calls, what I mean by that is the free training calls similar to this. So they were either a webinar or uh, if anybody has been following me for some time now, when I was doing the wake up calls, I did those once a week consistently. And I just gave value, value, value. I didn't sell anything on these training calls. I was just putting myself as the authority. I was letting people know where I stood, what I knew, and I was giving them value. No pitch, just giving information consistently every week, sometimes twice a week. The next thing I did that was very consistent, and I see a lot of people have resistance to this, and I want to talk about this a little bit, was free coaching. Now, I offered 60 or so free coaching calls. So these were not consults. These were not my discovery calls. They were not my clarity calls. They were free coaching calls. No pitch coaching calls. Most people that have been successful have also done this as well. I know Kendrick Shope, I believe she did this in her first year of business as well. She offered 100 free coaching calls. So this was crucial. This was really crucial, not only in my confidence, but really getting my name out there, having people provide me with testimonials and really to know that I knew what I was talking about. It kind of gave me that little edge there. People just started talking about me. I mean, that's 60 people right there that I had on the phone. Now, the last thing I did consistently was list building. List building has been a huge part of my success. Like I mentioned before, with my newsletter, I really nurture my people. But list building has always been a priority in everything that I do. So when I do the free calls, when I do the free training, guest posting, when I do my free challenges, when I create new opt-ins and things like that, it's all to do list building. I want to get people on my list so that I can communicate with them on a regular basis, so that I can show them that I know what I'm talking about, so that I can provide them value outside of social media. I feel like a lot of people have this social media Facebook group as like their marketing plan. Facebook group is not your marketing plan. Facebook group can be part of it, but that cannot be your whole marketing plan. There's got to be more than that. So I want to get into the exact steps I did so you guys can kind of have like this repeatable process. So the first thing I did, and this I kind of mentioned in the beginning, was I actually created a program that was what I call my hustle program. So this program had nothing to do with what I was doing previously in coaching and also had nothing to do with what I'm doing now in coaching, but it was something that I was really good at. It was building my following on Instagram. So I actually created this Instagram program that I sold. I had sold it for, I think I started out selling it for like $1.99 for the hour. And it ended up going up to $2.99 because I had such a high demand for it. But by doing this program, I actually ended up with over, I think it was over $16,000 total that I made from this one program. And that actually allowed me to do all the things that I wanted to do 
in my business. It allowed me to pay for my coach. It allowed me to pay for my new branding. It allowed me to pay for all of these things that I needed. The next thing I did was I actually ran a free challenge. I ran a free confidence challenge in my group and that actually increased my list by about 400, 430, something like that by doing this confidence challenge. And what I did was I brought people from my list and I brought people from Instagram over to my private Facebook group. So that kind of allowed me to have like a different interaction with these people. I was actually able to interact with them on a deeper level. So instead of just seeing them on Instagram or instead of just seeing them on Facebook, I actually was able to interact with them in my own private group. So that was really cool. It actually helped me build even more relationships, which like I said, the crux of, I believe my entire business is the fact that I was able to build these relationships with people. And I was able to build that no like and trust factor, which I talked about on last week's call. The next thing I did in January was the no pitch mini sessions. So the no pitch mini sessions were done. I did 40. I put them out there and I ended up having to actually cut it off. Like I had to get rid of the page that people were signing up for because I had so many people sign up quickly. So I did 40 no pitch mini sessions. Now these weren't an hour call either. These were 20 to 30 minute calls. So if this is something you want to implement for yourself, I definitely wouldn't do an hour for this no pitch mini session. I would keep it small, keep it short, but like the name implies, you're not pitching on this call. You're just helping. You choose one topic, you know, it might be helpful for you to say, I'm going to coach you around one particular problem. You give your all during that session. I tell my clients, you coach your ass off. You coach your ass off during these sessions. And that's what's going to create these raving fans. That's what's going to create your testimonials. That's what's going to create people wanting to work with you even further. The free coaching, I feel like a lot of newer coaches, or a lot of coaches that I approach, they just, they don't want to do them. And if you do not have a book full of paying coaching clients, you need to be doing some pitch-free mini sessions. You need to be coaching someone on a weekly basis. The next thing I did was what I call a no-brainer offer. And this is something that can definitely be replicated by all of you. The no-brainer offer was an offer that I created. I actually remember, I remember to the day like how I did it. I ended up getting a babysitter and I usually don't have calls on Wednesdays because I'm home with my son and I found out that I had a babysitter that day. So I just put something out that was like, hey, guess what? I have a babysitter tomorrow. I have seven spots open for one hour coaching call. They're 150 bucks. I have seven spots. Sold all seven spots. Those calls were not intended to be pitched. They weren't for me to sell my program or anything like that. They were just for me to help them for that hour and give them as much as I could in that hour. And I really created some raving fans in that hour. 150. And it felt really good because I was actually getting paid as well. So it wasn't like I was doing all these free calls and not getting paid. You know, I was getting paid and I was giving service and value in exchange for that. So that felt really good. So that's something that you can just decide to do and, and pick the no-brainer offer. Have it be something that's part of your program. So say if you're, you are a business coach yourself, maybe your no-brainer offer is just a quick clarity session on your ideal client or your ideal niche. Something like that, where it's one hour, it's a no-brainer price. And when I say no-brainer price, I'm talking less than 200, probably closer around the 97 to like 150 range. People don't really have to think about if something is $200, $300, $350. That's something you have to think about when you are going 
to purchase something. So make it a no-brainer, offer it up, offer it to your list, offer it on social media, offer it in groups, the groups that you're allowed to promote in and go for it. The fifth thing I did was follow up, follow up, follow up. Now I know you guys hear this all the time, but it is so true. All of these people, the people that I did no-brainer offer for, people that I had consult calls with, and the people that I had no pitch-free mini sessions with, all got followed up with on a regular basis. And it wasn't a sleazy type follow-up. It was really like, hey, how are you doing? Just checking in on you. Just to show them that I was present, aware, and that I really cared about them and their success, and that I remembered about them. So that was an integral part of my process as well was just really following up with these people. The sixth thing I did in January was I created a short six-week group program that was only available for 10 women. So I made it very urgent that if they wanted to be one of the 10 women, they had to sign up. This I ran for $497. It was called Shake It Up at the time. And I was really seeking out these women that wanted to shake things up in their business. I was able to turn, I think, I ended up actually getting 11 people that signed up for this. I went over my 10 and I ended up converting about four of those people into long-term clients. So this can work really well, especially if you're in the beginning and you just have something that you can offer as like a group program. Now, mind you, I didn't do a big, huge launch or anything like that during this. I actually kind of, this was those relationships, those relationships that I had built that whole month. I actually went to those people and personally invited them. I would just, you know, message them and I said, hey, I have this thing. Like, you know, I think you'd be really great for it. Like, here's all the details. Here's the price. This is the day we start. And that worked really, really well. And it was really cool because I was actually able to handpick the people that I wanted in the program. So the program ended up being really awesome. Like everybody just got along really well. And then, like I said, I ended up converting four of those people to work with me long-term after they had already committed to working with me on a shorter-term basis. So that might work as well, especially if you're new or you're just not getting a lot of traction and people aren't buying your $25, $35, or $5,000 program. Try to get them in on a smaller commitment, time-wise and money-wise, and then you can upgrade them. All right. So February came around. What I did in February was wake-up calls. So for those of you who have been following me for a while, you know about these calls. And what they were was solid value, no pitch. I was just giving information. I did this once a week. The calls were about 15 to 20 minutes long. I had people come in and just call in on my conference call line. And I did a quick call. I gave a ton of value. And I got so much good response from this because I was just giving, giving, giving. I did not ask for a sale. I did not ask them to buy into anything, nothing. It was just me giving value and also building relationships with these people. It's really easy to, you know, kind of post things on Facebook or send out a newsletter. But if people see you and hear you, it ups that KLT factor so much more than if they're just reading words that you wrote. The next thing I did in February was I created and sold a lower cost program. So at the time, my program was $3,600. That was my only offer. So what I did was I actually created, I saw a need for people to have help with their programs. So I created and sold what I called the 10K Lab. I actually ended up selling six of those at $997. And again, I think one, two people I actually upgraded to my longer term package after they had bought the 10K Lab. 
The next thing I did was just really, really focusing on booking clarity calls. So people ask me this all the time. They're like, how do I book clarity calls? Like, how do I get people on the phone? My simple answer is ask. Anytime I've ever got an influx of people who wanted to get on clarity calls with me, I totally asked for them. (laughs) So I would post in Facebook group and just have a really compelling post. And at the end, I would say, hey, if you want to find out how you can do this for your business too, book a clarity call with me. And that's when I got the most of them. Another thing you can do is actually add this to the bottom of your newsletter. So right at the bottom of your newsletter, you know, when you do your thing at the bottom, you can, you know, introduce yourself and say, hey, I have a couple clarity calls. I have a couple spots open for clarity calls this week. If you're interested, book here. Just ask for them. There's tons of ways to get your name out there, get people on your list. Once they're there, nurture them and ask for the clarity call. It's a lot easier to ask for something free than it is to ask them to pay a couple thousand dollars for something. And I actually just went through my list there and I had also had, in addition to those 60 free calls, I had booked 30 clarity calls in the last three months. The next thing I did was I actually created my own group. Now I had a group previously with my other business, with the life coaching business. It just didn't go. I had about 600 members in there and Facebook wouldn't let me change the name. So I had to create a new group, which kind of killed me a little bit, but I did. And I'm so glad that I did because this new group is so in line with what I offer and how I want my business to be. And I really make the group a place that's safe. I really want the group to be somewhere that's completely different. I feel like a lot of people are doing groups right now. So if you are going to do a group and that is something that is in your game plan, just make sure that you have a purpose to it. Make sure that you actually have a reason for creating this group and that people have a reason to stay in your group because there's so many out there, you know, people are getting inundated. So you want to give them a real reason to stay in your group. So however you choose to do that, just make sure that you stand out. I mean, I do weekly giveaways, weekly coaching giveaways in my group. We have a lot of engaging posts. No, I don't allow promos in my group, but that's only because of the way that I want it to feel. I really want it to be somewhere different than any other place on Facebook. So, you know, I don't encourage cross promotions or anything like that, but people enjoy my group because of these little elements that are in there. If that is going to be something that you do where you create a group, do it with intention, have a purpose and really have an outline and a description of like what people are going to get by being in your group. The next thing I did in February was a birthday giveaway. Giveaways have actually been, and actually, I don't even think that I put this in the first slide, but I actually did a giveaway also in January for Instagram. But in February, I did a birthday giveaway where I gave away a free coaching hour. My one hour coaching call was about, I think, $350 at the time. So the value of the giveaway was $350. I used an app called King Sumo Apps. But the birthday giveaway added about another 300 people on my list. I want to just reiterate that like all of this stuff that I did, guys, I did not do with Facebook ads. All of my list building, all of this stuff that I did, all of these people that I've gotten on my list has all been organic. It's just really about showing up and being there. So I want to move on to March. In March, I did another giveaway. (laughs) This one was a little bit different. This one was actually, I called it the 16-16-16 giveaway, where I gave away each day for 16 days. I posted about a topic in a group. Whoever participated in my post had a chance to win a free session with me. So I gave away 16 of those over 16 days. It was supposed to promote my VIP program, which I ended up 
putting off because I ended up getting booked out. So I actually ended up doing that, not for nothing, but actually was supposed to be strategic, but it ended up just giving out 16 additional free coaching calls. But my name was out there. People were starting to really recognize who I was, see what I was doing, and it worked. In March, I also ran the free Get a Client in a Week Challenge. I think I had over 500 people sign up for that. I actually did run a Facebook ad for this one, but not a lot. I think I spent like 60 bucks or 80 bucks, something like that. So that was the free get a client in a week challenge. So anybody who participated in that knows what that is, but that was really fun. And what I did with that and actually what I've done with all of my promotions is always drove people back to my Facebook group. So when people participated in my challenges or calls on my thank you pages, on my correspondence, I always ask them to sign up or join my Facebook group. The next thing I did was a KLT call, another way to get people on my list, add people to my list, but really start to showcase my expertise and how I was able to really make this happen. During that call, I did promote my group program. So this is the first time out of the last 13 things that I did where I actually promoted a group program on a call. So it was after I gave all of this value, after I did all of these free coaching calls, after I did these mini launches and mini programs and got all these people on the phone and gave, 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 that I finally promote something on my call. And I actually ended up with, I think, 12 people in my group program. I wanted 20, but I'll have to be honest with you. Once I got to that 12, I really didn't even promote it anymore. I did not do Facebook ads for this group program. I just didn't. Once I got to that point, I was happy with the group. I was happy with the people in the group and the group size. So I stopped promoting it. And the last thing I did was actually to create that group program, which was called the Babes That Shine Mastermind. People are getting a taste of what it's like to work with me and some may or may not want to continue working with me. So as you guys can see, there was a lot of things that I did in these last three months. It's totally possible. It's just a matter of your level of commitment, what you're willing to do, how many hours you want to work and all of that other stuff. So I want to talk about the actual numbers. I talked about Instagram already and the total I did with Instagram was I believe 16,000, but 12 of that was in December. That's where my $12,000 month came from in December. So in January, I made about $5,000 on my Instagram. The Shake It Up, which was my small group program, I had sold 11 of those at $500 each. And this is guesstimate because it was really not $497, but I didn't feel like getting into the actual you know, details of the numbers. So that was approximately $5,500. I booked three one-on-one clients at $3,000 for a total of $9,000. I booked nine one-on-one clients at $3,600 for a total of $32,400. I booked another seven clients at $5,000 for $35,000. The 10K Lab, which was the shorter term program that I did, it was four weeks long for $9.97. I sold six of those for approximately $6,000. Then I went into my Babes Mastermind. I actually did an early bird. The early bird price was $4.97. I sold eight for approximately $4,000. The Babes Mastermind regular price was 675 and I sold four of those at 675 for a total of 2700. 
I don't offer this anymore, but I used to offer a one-off call where basically it was just one hour with me and then a 30-minute follow-up a week later. Those were at $350 and I sold four of those for $1,400. And then I did other little special offers here and there. So that included those no-brainer offers that I was telling you about. I also did a birthday special, which I sold a couple of those. I also offered a discounted hour call for a telesummit that I was participating in. So that was approximately an additional $2,000. So the total there was 103,000, give or take, just about 103,000. So let's talk about the expenses. <laughs> the expenses, I actually got, and I'm actually going to call some people out here. So if you guys want to know exactly who my quote unquote dream team is, I actually had two life coaches. So these were people who weren't coaching me on business at all. I actually finished with my business coach in December. So I had her life coach. That was approximately $2,000. I also had spiritual guidance um, that was about $1,500. I did hire out a couple people for small biz coaching sessions. So they were like, you know, $500 an hour, $600 an hour, just to kind of keep me on track. So that was a total of about $1,500. My VA, this is something I highly recommend for you guys is to get a VA, which was approximately $500. I have a graphic designer on call. I spent about $300 on her. Like I was saying, that copy is really crucial because when you're actually getting people to the site, you don't want to confuse them. You don't want them to get on there and think like, hey, well, I'm really not sure what I'm doing here. Let me just click off. You really want to captivate people when they land on your site. So copy is crucial. Other business expenses. So those are like recurring things like my, I don't use MailChimp, but like GetResponse, my scheduler, instant teleseminar, my Zoom, Skype recording, like things like that. My monthly business expenses are about $525 a month. So that is $1575. I did get rebranded again in the beginning of the year and that was approximately $675. Client gifts, all of my clients get gifts from me. That was about $800 that I've spent on that. This one I actually want to talk to you guys about because as I was going through this, I kind of was like, where did I spend this money? So if you look, it says like other programs and coaching, $3,000. This was little stuff that I was still buying, you know, and I was just, that's only $97 or that's only $150 or that's only $200. Like, let me buy it. That stuff adds up. So just make sure when you're purchasing things, step away from the shiny object and really evaluate if it's something that you need for your business success. If it's something that you really need to take your business to the next level, it has nothing to do with, you know, not investing in myself or anything like that. It's just a matter of knowing, you know, what's going to work for me in my business. That was a total of about $12,000. So if you take the 103 and you minus the $12,000 that I actually spent, total is about $89,000. What did all this money allow me to do? It allowed me to pay for my own coaches. It allowed me to pay off credit card debts. For anybody who has been following me for a while, when I started this journey, I had about $50,000 in, in debt. It's something that comes up a lot. You know, people that don't want to invest in their coaches or don't want to invest in their business because they don't want to increase their debt. That's a little bit different. You know, when you're investing in coaching, coaching and things for your business, it's an investment. It's not debt. And the next thing is it allowed me to travel. I was able to travel and not feel guilty about it and not feel like, oh my gosh, I'm spending money. It allowed me to live worry-free. It also allowed me more freedom. I'm actually happier. My relationships have improved with people in my life, my friends, my partner, my son. So it really has allowed me to do a lot.
So how you can do it, free coaching offers to get your name out there, especially if you're new or if you're transitioning, if you're going from one coaching style to another, this is a great way to get your name out there, get your feet wet, really start to play around with your ideal client and your ideal niche. Just really see if that's where you want to go. The next thing you can do is giveaways and contests. This is fantastic for growing your list, running a challenge. Running a challenge will not only grow your list, but it also allows you to engage with potential clients on a more personal basis and bring them over to your Facebook group if you're going to run a challenge. The next thing you can do is to create an awesome lead magnet or opt-in. So something that people are actually going to sign up for, give you their email address in exchange for this awesome thing that you have. Now, I just want to make a note there that you want to make sure that this opt-in has to do with what you coach on. You don't want to do something completely different. You want to make it seamless. You want that opt-in to be that first step to them getting to know you and getting to eventually work with you. Host free training calls or webinars like this one or like my wake-up calls constantly giving value. If you want to do it once a month, do it once a month. If you want to do it twice a month, do it twice a month. You want to do it every week, do it every week. Whatever you want to do based on how many hours you want to work. And the next thing is, and I didn't really get into this too much, but run Facebook ads to target new audiences. So I know a lot of you have come to me in the way of a group of some sort. I posted this in a couple different groups. Definitely you can get a further reach if you have a little bit of money to spend on Facebook ads. Next thing is guest posting. Guest posting has been huge for not only my list building, but also for me being seen as the expert. It's increased my visibility past Facebook, past Facebook groups, and past social media. It's driven traffic to my site, and I am now being seen as the expert. Use social media, forums, Facebook groups to connect and build relationships. Guys, it's all about the relationships. Create a no-brainer offer. Remember that should be somewhere in the $97 to $147 range for somebody to really not think about it. If you're going above that, people are going to have to think about your offer and if they want to purchase it. Next thing is to create a lower cost program or offer with urgency. So like I did the 10K lab, I did it for, you know, it was four weeks instead of three months. It was $997 instead of $3,600. And I only had a specific number of spots available. The next thing is follow up with everyone, everyone that you come in contact with. Even if you don't think that they could be your ideal client, they probably know someone that is. You can also create relationships with them as peers or somebody that you could do a possible collaboration or JV partnership with. So just really build those relationships, follow up, make sure that you're connecting on a regular basis. The next thing is to actually collaborate. So if you have somebody that maybe has a similar audience, I wouldn't recommend doing a collaboration with someone who does the same exact thing that you do. But if you do two different things, so maybe for me, like I would collaborate with a copywriter. So we have the same target audience, but we don't do the same thing. So collaborations could be another way that you can get your name out there. Next is value, 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 and consistency, consistency, consistency. If you look at everything that I've showed you guys so far, those are the two main things. Just constantly giving value, being very, very consistent, being very present, and being very visible. All right. So we'll just wrap it up there. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I really hope that you got a lot out of this today. This is 
kind of different than most of our other shows here. We just did this deep dive case study into really what it takes to make a name for yourself online, to really be consistent, and what it takes in the way of marketing and promotions to get your name out there, to start making sales, and to start creating that consistent income in your business. So head on over to jenscalia.com forward slash E11. That is the letter E and the number 11. And there you will find the show notes. I'm also going to put the link to the original case study that I recorded that has had over 15,000 views on YouTube. Also, I will have some of the screenshots and things like that if you want to reference some of the things that I talked about on the show today. And make sure that you come back for the next episode where I'll be sharing how to create positive profits and start each month in the black. So if you're someone who is tired of starting every single month at zero and you want to start each month knowing that 5k 10k 20k or more is already coming in the following month you definitely don't want to miss that episode let's keep this conversation going join us in the private discussion group the ambitious babe where ambitious driven online entrepreneurs go to get the mindset and strategy to grow and scale their online empires join the ambitious babe at jenscalia.com slash tribe